Good evening, my dear listeners, ladies and gentlemen. This is the third episode of Zdeněk's English Podcast, a podcast about learning English as a second language. Now, before I kick off this podcast, which is, by the way, called Massive Project, I need to own up to something. I have been drinking white wine. Yes, dear listeners, it is very much true. Uh, there is a bottle of white wine on my table. It's quite full, actually. Uh, I haven't had much, but I do hope this is going to sort of help me with this recording so that I lose any kind of anxiety I might have. I would call it recording anxiety. And I'll produce a great podcast, perhaps the greatest podcast ever produced on this planet. Well, actually, I'm not that ambitious, but still, it could be a good one. Anyway, whatever age you are, whatever level of English, whatever nationality, whatever religion, wherever you are from, you are more than welcome to listen to my podcast about learning English as a second language. Uh, this language, as you can see, is very multicultural. I want, I encourage all sorts of people to listen to my podcast. And to be honest with you, I am sort of anti-racist person. I do fight against the bigots, against people who are narrow-minded, who can't tolerate other cultures. I simply hate these people. And if they want to have an argument with me, you better get ready for a real decent fight. I'm not a good fighter, but I will fight till the last... I'll fight till the last drop of blood. Okay? So, uh, you better not mess with me, or I will simply do something unforgettable to you. Okay? Talking about this anti-racist campaign, I have just been doing, I need to tell you something. You see, I'm single, I told you in my last podcast, and it means I'm trying to find myself a new girl. Now, I, I know this is for a guy like me, who, who is very um, demanding as regards the girls, it's sort of hard to find a, the, a proper one, uh, the right one, Mrs. Right One. So, anyway, I tried, I tried to date one girl, it was like two weeks ago, I had about two sort of, I don't know if I can call it dates, but we were alone together, you know, and it looked like we were having fun and we understood each other, although she was much younger than me, and uh, she was not that educated as me, and maybe she had a t totally different job than me, anyway, it looked like it's going it's going a good direction until I found out she is a real racist now when I say real racist it means she just openly admitted that she hates certain nationalities and this was something really discouraging for me but I still tried to keep keep the conversation going and see what and see basically what would happen until until 
uh, her friend came came over to sit to our table, and this friend was quite kind of silent and quiet. So I thought it would be nice until I realized he had a tattoo on his hand, saying something very very um, interesting. Well, it wasn't interesting at all, to be honest. It was a. Uh, it was in German, mein Leben, and it went, my Leben is mein Kampf. Now, obviously, I had a, I had a leaving examination. I had a maturita exam, which is like uh, the last, the last exam you have at, at secondary school, the most important one in the Czech Republic. I had this exam in history, so I should remember a lot of stuff. But to be honest with you, I have forgotten, I have forgotten many of the things. But I still remember that uh, it was Hitler, uh, uh, the the leader of Nazis, uh, the Germans during during the Second World War, who wrote uh, who wrote Mein Kampf as his sort of a diary. And if someone has a tattoo saying Mein Leben is Mein Kampf, now I don't know if this person is either stupid, or I think that more likely. He's trying to say something to the world. He's trying to to say to the world that he is a he is a nationalist or or Nazi Nazi or or just or just a racist, terrible racist. So uh, after after sort of realizing that my new um, discovery, this girl um, has friends like that, and that she herself is racist, I sort of pushed back, I just stopped, I, I told her that I, I don't think we should see each other anymore, even though she was quite pretty, I have to say, it was just impossible for the two of us, because we just had different, different views in society, you see, and the moral is, you're listening to Zdenek's English podcast, which is run by Zdenek, someone who is anti-racist, so if you're racist, I do hope you don't listen anymore because I don't want you to be part of this program at all. But if you are not, I like you and I insist that you keep on listening to my to my podcast and I think we will get on very well. You see, what a nice person I am doing this anti-racist campaign, okay? And nobody is giving me any money for that. I'm not getting paid. I don't get enough appreciation. I think I'm just a poor teacher who is trying to show to the world that he's worthy of doing his job and maybe wants to have some fun and spread some valuable knowledge and thoughts which would make people realize that they should live in harmony with the others and we would try not try to think that they are something more than the others. Okay, I think it's high time. We had a look at what you can expect in this podcast called Massive Projects. This podcast is called Massive Projects, which is um, which is um, eloquent, which is an eloquent title. Uh, I've recently found out that the word "massive" is becoming really popular in British English, and uh, for example. I heard a lot of podcasters use that word when describing uh, some events in football, like scoring goals or or referees' decisions 
or wonderful tackles or headers or whatever. They just say, what a massive goal, what a massive result, what a massive decision, what a massive buying. I've had, I, have, I have said enough, I think, to explain that, haven't I? When I was pondering about this word, I sort of get, got this um, association uh, back at school, back at university when I was studying. I remember that our literature teacher used to explain the word onomatopoeia or onomatopoeic. What does that mean? If I say massive, it just inclines, it implies that the just sort of reflects uh, what the word means just by saying it, but just by hearing that, just by pronouncing it, just by s producing the sound massive. Can you hear that? Do you, do you see my point? And onomatopoeia is when you have a word, I don't know, you can have a word like thought, and just, just the word itself resembles the sound you know thought is when you do this you know when you when you sort of move your hand and crash crash the table or hit the table and thought it's just the sound uh, or, or I don't know or words like um, um, can't I can't remember any words suddenly just doesn't come to my mind maybe I should have another glass of wine Okay, let me do that, and maybe I will remember suddenly something that is really useful uh, listening to, okay? I am looking for some onomatopoeic words, and only one came up to my mind, although I'm an English teacher. What a shame this is, right? What a shame. Shameful Zdeněk, shameful teacher. Okay, let me drink. Okay, there is one more word I remembered, and that is hush. This is a sound. Oh, this is a word that you use if you want somebody to to be silent, to be quiet. And if you say hush, it sort of indicates that the the the, the, the pronunciation of the word sort of indicates that you are already being silent. If you know what I mean, hush. It's like psh. Okay, be silent. Hush. The sh sound is not that loud, right? Or another word could be buzz. Which is the sound that uh, the uh, the fly makes sort of the sound? It's a buzz. So another one. Okay, once again, onomatopoeia is a figure of speech uh, which is used, uh, which is used uh, to, which is used in uh, in the language in English language. I think it's also in Czech language, by the way. But my point is, let me get to the point, right? I should get to the point now, shouldn't I? I think it's high time I go to the point. Anyway, yeah, uh, the sound of the word as pronounced resembles the actual sound. I hope you do understand what this is all about. So if I say massive project, it should just ring the bell that this will be about something huge, something extraordinary. This will be about internet projects, uh, which I myself found massive and it will be Luke's English podcast and also uh, helpforenglish.cz I'll talk about massive projects in the second section of the podcast actually before I talk about the second section 
I'd like to talk about some personal stuff in the first section. Um, the personal stuff is um, not my mobile phone or or my computer or or the bottle of wine or I don't know my pajamas. No, I mean something completely else. I mean the things I've been up to recently, and that is especially a holiday I have just had. And uh, I came back. I came back on Sunday. I had a wonderful time in Czech mountains, and I came with my. I went with my students, and it was a really interesting experience. I'll talk about that uh, in the in the first part. In the first part, okay. And and I'll also mention some other things I've been up to recently, or the things I'm planning to do uh, in the future. So this will be the first part. Once again, the second part will be the main part, and it will be about the massive projects, Lux English Podcast, and Help for English CZ. And in the third section, I will have a look at some errors I made in the second podcast, which was called Massive Hats. Uh, no, Massive Hats, actually. I've just made a mistake. It was called uh, um, The Hats. Sorry about that. And I'll also have a look at your comments I received and, or messages regarding the podcast. Um, because you see I want to make this podcast interactive as much as possible I want to communicate with you via this means if possible and of course I realize that this is just um, I'm starting from a scratch basically so I don't have many fans yet but this might change right one day if I keep on working hard and doing a good job we will see we will see you know and uh, also uh, some questions I posted in the second in the second episode. Uh, so uh, I'll try to have a look at the question, uh, the answers I received from you. All right. So this is basically this is basically the uh, the, uh, the schedule of this podcast. What you have just listened to was a jingle that a piece of sort of piece of music, short piece of music which is used in radios to introduce some shows or programs. And I feel obliged to tell you where this jingle comes from. It was composed by Haya. Uh, Haya used to be my, um, well, I hope he still is but it's kind of nostalgic for me because uh, we don't see each other anymore actually uh, what a shame which is to be honest pity but I guess the old times can never be repeated anyway we would organize parties have wonderful time these parties were really really cool and it, it, they were in the, in the city of Podjebrady so at the place where I am they were called Podjebrady tequila party because we we would drink a lot of tequila and Haya was uh, always very skillful at uh, creating electronic music on his on his uh, computer he is a creative creative genius i would say and uh, uh, humbly speaking i'm also a very creative person a genius because i created uh, a, a board game called obelisk which was kind of a fantasy games uh, it was like a dun Dungeon and Dragons um, sort of game, and um, 
higher to pay the tribute to my game which was played at these parties along with uh, playing his songs um, Haya made a song uh, to which I uh, did the lyrics and the song was called Five Obelisks so this jingle um, was taken from this highest, highest song and uh, I might actually send you a link, link after I finish this podcast I might send you a link so that you can listen to the whole song okay so I just I just thought that it would be interesting for you to know where this jingle comes from one of the future episodes I would I, I should really tell you about Haya maybe and his music if uh, he agrees of course that I will try to make him famous uh, through this means and I would also like to introduce my board game uh, Obelisk okay but now we are in the first section and I promised that the first section would be about what I have been up to recently well ap- apart from making the podcast uh, I had a holiday uh, last weekend on on Friday I went to Yuzerske uh, Hori to Bedrichov with uh, with my students with 13 of my students and all these students were Arabic they were from Saudi Arabia and uh, I also took my cousin Hunza or John who is who is four years older than me so he is about 34 by the way also single so any girls interested in a wonderful intelligent and funny man um, uh, feel free to contact me and I will surely give you give you his number he will be very happy okay and you can contact me too of course if you want um, I wouldn't be against it uh, especially if you are uh, pretty smart and with sexy body and all that okay back to the back to the point I was making okay so I went I went on holiday and um, we paid for accommodation it was a boarding house and it was actually uh, really nice uh, we had a special price because it was a package because this is like off off season sort of uh, in the mountains uh, it's spring already you see even though the weather uh, suggests something completely different right um, it's uh, really cold uh, the temperature drops below zero uh, even during the day so it it's not really spring is it um, no it's not so uh, but uh, for such holiday in the mountains you actually you're actually welcome when the weather is uh, like that because uh, what you aim to do is to to go skiing and uh, skiing was one of the main things I was planning to do with my students okay and I was a little bit afraid of that because they are from Saudi Arabia so I I knew they couldn't ski at all right it was the first time for them and you might remember your first times <coughs> whatever whatever it was um, not that good right uh, you, you failed you you were rubbish uh, um, just like me remembering uh, my first skiing experience I would fall down um, straight away so uh, I kind of expected it would be hard 
but I understood it as a challenge that I could actually, I could actually, with my, uh, I would say, average skiing skills. Uh, I don't consider myself being a really good skier, but I can, I can go down a hill. I can uh, um, ski down a hill. So I thought I would assume the position of the um, uh, instructor, of the skiing instructor. And I was I was uh, looking forward to it, so this was one of the main things that uh, were meant to happen. But let me let me go one by one. So we we uh, uh, we we went to this place. The the Arabs went there by taxi, and we arrived uh, with my cousin in his car. Because as you can as you know, I don't have a car. I ride by my bike everywhere which makes me sort of uh, um, different uh, compared to the to the uh, males of my age they all usually have a car but I don't complain this is just the way I am I'm different um, and uh, so we arrived I don't know maybe it was seven o'clock okay so we checked in uh, the the Arabic guys uh, were already there, so um, what I did was that I I, I um, we spoke to the kind of a manager there who explained us everything, how to accommodate, what to do, uh, how to uh, use the key because there was like a chip in it, and uh, every time you wanted to go into the main main um, uh, like uh, house or main section of the whole complex it was like a what uh, what is this called you know at you know, like a campus yeah like it was like a campus you would have to swipe in actually use the chip it was like an electronic equipment and uh, so all that was explained and I remember it was quite funny because that guy he had a really distinctive and uh, funny English um, he, had, he had learned English for about four years as he said but every time he was explaining something he would use the phrase take it easy okay so he was for example telling us how to use explaining us how to use the chip and he would say okay guys here put put here like this and take it easy okay and he would say this phrase like four more times to explain some other things and it uh, produced some smiles on our faces because it's, because he, he was like not so confident about saying anything but that phrase take it easy he was kind of enjoying okay so we would we would accommodate ourselves we go to our room so I was I was sleeping uh, with my cousin and the Saudis they had uh, other four rooms and they uh, equally equally distributed themselves in these in these rooms um, on Friday evening uh, first we had the dinner, which was kind of nice food. I we, we I spoke beforehand to the to the manager of the hotel. Oh, it wasn't a hotel, sorry. It was like a boarding house. I spoke to him about the food, uh, that about the meals that uh, because you see the Saudis they are Muslims. It means they don't they don't eat pork. So I made sure uh, we would have uh, a selection. Uh, so uh, the the Saudis didn't have to eat 
the pork which wouldn't they wouldn't eat anyway of course because it is forbidden in their religion during the dinner there was one moment which took me completely by surprise and uh, it was well i kind of expected that something like that would happen but it still surprised me one of the guys who was not on the list uh, arrived by in his own car uh, without telling me at all Fortunately for him, one other guy didn't turn up. He changed his mind about going to the holiday. I, I think he, he now regrets it in tears. Anyway, so we had, we had uh, filled, in, we filled in his place with someone else, so it was okay. In the end, um, yet very unexpected for me. And um, so we had a nice dinner, and then came the first, I would say, interesting program but it was more interesting for me and my cousin because the Czech Republic uh, were playing Denmark in, in qualification in qualification uh, stage or the World Cup qualifier I would call it rather but uh, so we we, we, um, uh, we came down where, where there was a like a living room or a lounge room very nice by the way with a, a large plasma screen and we watched we watched the game um, and the first half was 0-0 zero, zero. I be started becoming kind of nervous there were some Saudis who were um, l uh, watching the game with us talking talking in English um, and uh, for example one of the Saudi Saudis was kind of malicious he was um, trying to wind me up um, and supporting Denmark even though he didn't like Denmark at all but he was doing it just out of spite to as he says himself to piss me off which he managed because uh, the Dan Danish they scored one goal and they added another one and they uh, um, f unfortunately scored yet another one so it was 3-0 for the Danish side and I was really really disappointed and the Arabs they had fun because uh, they knew f football is so important to me anyway I got over it and uh, we had uh, some nice conversations in English and went to bed uh, looking forward uh, to the next day